0: Early on in my call to ministry, I decided to follow the ancient practice established by um, desert monks who wore an anchor, not a boat anchor, uh, an object that would anchor one's life in God as well as remind them daily of their acceptance of God's call upon their life. An anchor can be anything. It can be a rock, it can be a necklace, it can be a rosary, uh, an icon, a book, an article of clothing, absolutely anything. Anything that anchors you in God in which you can keep on your person or, or look upon daily. My anchor is a ring. And it's not just any ring. Uh, it's my papa's wedding ring, which he wore for 42 years. I chose the ring because... It's one of the last tangible items I have of him. And it's one of the last things he was wearing before he returned to God. And early on, I believed somehow the ring carried his presence. At a deeper, more personal level, wearing the ring illustrates my desire for connection, my need for connection to have and to know my place in life, my identity is as John's grandson, as well as my identity is as God's beloved, God's called. We all want that. Regardless of, of how old we are or the circumstances of our lives, we all want to know, who am I? We all want to know, where are the connections that will sustain my life? We all want to know, where is my place in the world? Those are the questions that Jesus is addressing as he speaks to the disciples in today's gospel. Once again, we find ourselves in the upper room during the Last Supper, and Jesus is sharing final words, speaking a final sermon. He is preparing his disciples for life without his physical presence, foreshadowing what resurrected life, Easter life, is to be like. He offers some answers to those questions, those questions of who am I, where are those connections, what will sustain me, where is my place. And his answers range from his commandment, love one another as I have loved you, to his abiding and indwelling love, to a promise to never leave them orphaned. All connections that will sustain them through the journey. Most of us spend a lifetime searching for those answers and trying desperately to make them our own. They must, however, those answers become more than just intellectual answers. They must become lived answers. And we must learn to trust and live those answers in relationship. I believe our searching for those answers is ultimately our searching for God, for Christ. That searching is always there, but it becomes more acute in times of change. The death of a loved one, children growing up and and moving out, a new job, retirement, a diagnosis, a move to a new town, a marriage, a divorce. In those moments, we want something to hold on to, something to comfort, encourage, and, and reassure us. We want a gold ring that will anchor and guide us through the journey. As I've grown in my spirit, matured in my ministry, I have a lot of gray hair today, and healed the wounds of my heart. I've come to realize that my papa's ring, although sacred to me, uh, doesn't carry his presence. It never did. However, I do. My life, my actions, my very being somehow carries and reflects his presence, his spirit, our shared love for one another. The connection was and always has been within me, not the ring. Oftentimes in our lives, when we experience change, or we experience sadness, fear, desperation, we will often be led to grasp for a gold ring or whatever that is for you. Something that we can cling to, something that we hope and pray will, will create a connection for us, provide us an identity, anchor us in the world, even if where it anchors us is not very meaningful. We will Grasp and cling to that ring. And we do this not only with one another, but we also do this with, with God. With each gold ring we collect, we forget or maybe even deny that our lives embody the shared and mutual love of Christ and one another. At some point, if our lives are to be meaningful, we must let go of our gold rings so that we can hear and experience and live a deeper truth. The truth is, our lives and our actions and our love carry and reveal the presence of of divine love. In this moment, Jesus does not give us something. He says we are something. We are the gift. We are the connection. And just listen to what he tells the disciples. I love you with the same love that God loves me. You have what I have. I abide in you just as God abides in me. You are a part of us. I will never abandon you. You will never be orphaned. I will always come for you. It's all about us. In the best sense of the word, we are the love of Christ. Our belief in Jesus' words changes how we see ourselves, one another, and the circumstances of our lives. It changes how tightly we grasp to those gold rings. when we can believe those answers, those truths, but then it allows us to keep Christ's commandment to love one another. And when we know these things about ourselves, our only response is, is love. We can do nothing else, and then we are free to live and more fully become the love of Christ in the world. The challenge of our search Is not to find the answers. You've already been given the answers. The challenge of your journey is to believe and live them. Who are you? The love of Christ. What are the connections that sustain your life? The love of Christ. There's a theme, pretty consistent. Where is your place in the world? The love of Christ. In, by, with, and through the love of Christ. That is the truth of your life. That is the connection. That is the identity. That is what sustains. At some point in your life, you are either going to walk inside your story and live there. And your story is is love and you're going to own it. You're going to own the love. Or you're going to spend your life standing outside of your story and hustling to feel that you're worth something. That's the truth of this day. But you have to decide if you're going to live in love or spend your life living outside of it, hustling to feel worthy. Thanks be to God. Amen.